Don't know. Hey guys. It's just a pint. Hey, what's going on, guys? Here at the swamp. Get ready to beat LSU. Y'all tune in to Rule Number One podcast on Monday. You know what time it is. It's Monday. It's another episode of the Rule One Podcast. Actually, episode number 27, partner. I know, man. It's rocking rolling. and rolling. I know. We uh, <clears throat> we were just we're talking about it, about number of episodes and when we're going to release what and whatever. Yeah. And uh, we're like, so what episode is this, 27? And I was like, holy cow, 27. There's 52 weeks <laughs> yeah. in a year and we got 27 weeks down, bud. We're over so. halfway there. Well, this week, we have a super cool guest. We have Alan Akuka, or AJ. Um, He is a firefighter. Um, And yeah, welcome in, AJ. What's up, guys? How y'all doing today? I'm good. I'm I'm excited about this. I was talking to AJ before the show a little bit. He's got a colorful... Colorful personality, and I think we're going to see it a lot tonight. Yeah, he uh, he's very similar, so whenever we have guests on, or I'm telling Brian about guests or people that I found or know or whatever, I uh, I compare them to previous people that we've had on. Yes. Um, and I was like, AJ is a Jacob Cooper kind of personality, so he's very, like, you know, out there, he's says it how it is, like, not scared to talk, and we like people that like to talk, because Absolutely. if we feel like we have to pull it out of you, then it's like, ah, uh, you know, we, f- we feel like we could do better. Yes. But. Well, so welcome in, AJ. <clears throat> oh, thanks, guys. This is actually uh, quite an honor because this is actually my first ever podcast. <laughs> first time, like, being, well, actually, no, never mind. I've been recorded before, but we'll, we won't go into detail on that. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, AJ, we talk, we ask everybody um, every episode, what is your number one rule you live by? Oof. Number one rule. So, uh, you know, never be satisfied. I okay. love it. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is, you know, that could be, you know, trouble with girlfriends because you, you know, you get satisfied with them and then you don't. So, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> I love it. Well, you, you talk about never being satisfied. I know you're a big gym nut. Uh, you love hitting the gym. Um, I you can know, tell. I yeah, can tell. Yeah. He's, he, oh, thank you. Well, my roommate, Kurt, um, who Brian knows, obviously, mm-hmm. Alan knows too. Um, Kurt told me, he was like, dude, so I went and worked out with AJ and uh, he goes, he killed me. And so, like, I've heard this from several people. Like, don't go wor- work out with Alan because he will absolutely murder you. Kurt's like, dude, we had, like, a 45-minute warm-up. I was done at the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, talk about a little bit. You know, you're talking about how you never been sa- uh, never be satisfied. Go into a little bit of uh, how that translates into your life. Well, so... The whole working out thing, man. You know, I grew up as the fat kid. Uh, I feel that. You know, 100%. you know, in in high school, middle school, I was the I was pudgy, and I wasn't even like a strong pudgy. I was just like, like, damn, that kid's just flabby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I got sick and tired of that shit. And you know, I was out of high school and. College didn't really work out for me because I was like, man, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. I'm sorry if I'm cussing, but I was like, you know what, man, forget this. You know, I don't need to go. But I wanted to go to (laughs) fire school eventually. So, you know, I started working out and I lost a bunch of weight. And, you know, it's part of my job now. So I got to, like, you know, stay fit and whatnot. And, yeah, do they do they encourage that like for guys nowadays when you're oh yeah for sure because honestly the the number one killer for firefighters is heart disease now really you know oh yeah because imagine you know we run on average maybe at my department we run maybe like three or four calls after midnight now that's average you know sometimes we'll sleep all night and some nights we you know we'll hit you're like eight, eight yeah eight yeah. or nine you know um it all depends uh but imagine yourself sleeping your heart rate's like you know 
45 resting 50 whatever yeah. and then all of a sudden just those tones drop and then the heart rate spikes from like 45 to like say 120 you know what i'm saying yeah. so just because a, that adrenaline that that constant adrenaline dump okay. and that's that's you know one of the things that is like stressful on the firefighter's heart so Oh, I never knew yeah, that. Me either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. such a cool, like, fun. F- well, not cool. It's not but a fun fact. No, yeah, no, it's but a, it's yeah, a fact. fact. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's crazy. Do you, like, do you guys have, like, a gym and stuff at your. We do. Okay. We do. We do. Okay, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I didn't know, like, you know, that's. I'll, that makes so much sense. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. the adrenaline spikes in the heart. You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, being active and mm-hmm. being in the gym. I feel like it brings out. You know the best in your head. Oh, it does. You know, like a hundred. Like it makes you think. It makes you mm-hmm. like you know. It makes everything go faster. I don't. I don't. I'm a big fan. That by dude, that. it helps out like just in, in in overall mentality. You know, yes. physical appearance. You know, like people. You know, some people get depressed. Dude, I'm telling you, go freaking put an hour work of hard work in the gym and tell me how you feel afterwards. Yeah, you'll feel great. You know what I'm saying? You're like, dang, my legs hurt, but I, I want to do it again. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, I like I like the feeling when like when I get done for the gym, I go home that night. I normally go home and play video games. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, that's how I yeah. unwind. Mm-hmm. Or uh, well, working on the podcast, editing uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. And like <clears throat> when I go work out that day, in the back of my head, I have a little voice that tells me like. You did good today. Exactly. You feel good about exactly. yourself. The days yeah. I don't go work out, I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm laying oh, there and dude. I'm tired and like, oh. Let me tell you. So I am a I am a bad foodie. Like, dude, I eat a lot Same. of sweets. Same. And like, if I don't work out, dude, that like that depression will start hitting, and then all of a sudden I just top it with like you know a whole pack of Oreos or like <laughs> a whole ass pizza, and then yes. and then down and then top it with some ice cream. Well, I'll get the frozen yogurt because I feel like I'm being yeah. somewhat healthy. <laughs> I but, love. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AJ. Before we get into like a little bit of firefighter stuff, let's. I want to get your backstory. So, you know, <clears throat> I know you're from you know Polk County area. Where were you originally from, and kind of you know what brought you over this way? All right, so I was originally born in Hollywood, uh, not California, Florida. No, Hollywood, so, yeah, <laughs> that's where Kodak's from. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's an ugly joker. Just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's a super gremlin. <laughs> But, uh, sorry, Kodak, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Please listen. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was born in Hollywood, um, and then we moved to Miami. Uh, lived on the Alito River for a little bit. You know, it was nice. I, lo- I, I did like it down there. Um, and then we moved to Tamarack, which is kind of like in Broward County area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we bounced around down there. You know, my dad had a watch business and whatnot. Um, and then we used to come up here on the weekends to River Ranch. Okay. And we should just camp, really. Yeah. And, you know, ride four-wheelers, all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then one year, my mom was like, dude, I'm going to put the kids in school up here. And my dad was like, what do you mean? You want a divorce? And she was like, he was like, no, 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 I want you to move up here. I want you to sell everything down there. And, but at the time, you know, the Great Recession <laughs> was was uh, was coming about. And, yeah. you know, nobody wore a watch anymore. So... Yeah. Couldn't so, afford them. So, so the business the business took a tank. Yeah. yeah. You know, banks were closing in, all that stuff. And so it was kind of like, it's kind of nice because this is a cheaper way of living up here. You know, it's mm-hmm. not rat race down like it is down there. Yeah. yeah. Um, very, so, very laid back ex- lifestyle. Exactly. Right a whole lot more laid back than, you know, the South Florida living. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? You know, how, how old were you when you moved up here? I was 12 years old. Okay. When I moved up here. So I went to Frostproof Middle School and High School. 
You're a bulldog. I am a bulldog. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought about going to Lake Wales a couple times, you know. It seemed like they had a little more opportunities, bigger school, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nah, we'll just stick it out here. But I'm kind of <laughs> glad. So. so I want to know, you know, from the transition of being like an 11-year-old, living in that Miami, South Florida, mm-hmm. keeping up it's with the Joneses kind of deal. Oh, yeah, dude. We to lived, like moving to Frostproof. Bro, I lived in a, I lived on the golf course. Like, like I was Silver Spoon as, as shit. Down south, down south. Oh, down south. Yeah, we. I lived on the golf course. I had golf lessons. Um, You were the you were the frat guy kind of deal, dude. That was the path I was heading on. You were a cook. I I was. I mean, still deep down inside, that probably wasn't who I was, but that's the path I was heading down. You know, and then I moved. Yeah, yeah. I went from a kook to a poke. Nice. My last name is a kooka, so I mean, it's got. But um, it's uh, we'll see here. Uh, it was different because, you know, I went for, like I said, about 4,500-square-foot home. You know, it was a big, big old home, and we moved into a double-wide, Yeah, uh, which I love the double-wide. Culture wide. shock. I, lo- I, sure. I love the double-wide, man. <laughs> that, was, that was my jam. And I was like, dude, I got a big backyard. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Brian and I know yes. all about the double-wide life. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we lived in one in, uh, in college, and, man, that place was a pad. It was on Crooked Lake <laughs> Canals, man. It was fantastic. Oh, it's so yeah. funny that you mentioned that. I was, I was going through my Snapchat memories earlier, and I had a video pop up. And it was an all-time low song playing in the background of like me videoing of a party that we had at the house mm-hmm. in college. And it looked straight out of like an American Pie movie scene. Like the way it was zooming in on people, there was people kissing in the background. There were some people like, oh, yeah, like it would, it would look like a literal movie scene. And at the end, you see Nate and I on the table running the beer pong table just like, it, it was, it was yeah. so funny. It was so funny, dude. <laughs> I do love those old Snapchat memories, man, that pop up. And it's like, dang, dude, I remember that. And you're like, dang, dude, I don't remember that. That looks awesome. <laughs> like, I do. I know what you're talking about like three, four, five, six years ago, whatever. So I just had one pop up today and I absolutely cringed at it. It was like three years ago today. And it was a, I'm not saying any names. It was a Snapchat of some girl. And, uh, <laughs> and it said, I'm going to marry this girl. And it was a fantastic. <laughs> thing that that never worked yeah. I, rem- I remember that snapchat nice. really <laughs> nice. yeah. really yeah jeez yeah it's like thir- it <laughs> hey, just hey, are we a uh, little whisper and ridge action whispering no 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 i don't think i'm glad y'all have code names no, I, no, that, no, no, that no. neighborhood behind the CVS right there, where the railroad tracks are. No, different girl. Different <laughs> girl. Oh, different, damn, dude. Yeah, different girl. I was like, you got lots like, of girlfriends. I was like, I'm gonna marry this girl, and I, I sent it to like my family group chat. They were like, thank God that it never happened. happened. No. <laughs> but I guess I don't remember back. that Snapchat. <laughs> maybe that on was one of. Here. <laughs> maybe there was two of them. I don't know. Yeah, let's bring it back. <laughs> let's bring it back. So Miami to the double wide. Miami to the double wide. Yeah. How was that? Like, as a cult, like. Culture shock coming here to Frostproof Middle as a kid. Like, it, was it bad? Bro, it brought out my inner redneck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I went from wearing polos every day, uniform, whatnot, to wearing my boots to boots to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I liked it. it was like awesome. a true Polk County yeah. boy. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too. So, it's like... You know, my family background, my dad was born and raised in Marietta, Georgia. Okay. And okay. my mom was born and raised in Greensboro, North Carolina. So it's uh, like... How the I've hell got, did y'all end up in Miami? Shoot, man. So, I honestly, I, I don't know. Like, my parents met in uh, off of Church Street Station in Orlando. At, walking out, they were walking into one bar, and he was walking out. And they, mm-hmm. you know, and then she asked him out. 
Nice. What a Good woman. For her. What yeah. a woman. <laughs> and, uh, but my dad was like 31. My mom was 22. So it was like, you know, she was still, she was still like in sorority parties. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Brought her, to, brought her to, what do they call them? Formals. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I brought him to a former. I was like, who's this old dude? You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> so this brings me to a point, and this is another little side note real quick. Uh, maybe another little rabbit trail. <laughs> so I seen a, uh, it was a video of a podcast. Um, and uh, this chick said on the podcast, she goes, if you were dating a guy between 22 and 27, she basically said she was like, he's going nowhere in life. And I was like, whoa. what?" I was like, what the heck? And then she explained it. She was like. If you were dating a guy that makes time for you for two days out of the week, he's a bum. He should be grinding his butt off, and he should be doing everything to be able to be financially stable, and he shouldn't have time for a girlfriend. And I'm like, huh, that's something to think about. It's because, know. like, wait I, a minute, wait a minute, know. wait a minute. If she, if if he can only make two days out of the week for her, then he. So let me pull up this video. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Girls don't know what they want, dude. I, I have no. I, I mean, guys don't know what they want either. So it's like. But I'm a very work driven person. Yeah. You know? Well, like, you live with a girlfriend too. Yeah, that's that different. is true. Uh, that so, is yeah. true. Yeah. That is very different. I just. I don't. I don't know. Two days. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, working hard like that. I guess. It depends. Like long distance, dude. That is true. Too. Long distance sucks. I've done. I did it for like a year, and that was terrible. I mean, you gonna find this video or what? Yeah, it's right. Hang on. <laughs> Here it is. Okay, so I'm gonna put it in my mic so people. That's can fine. Hear. I don't know if you read it somewhere, but the thing you said the other day that you shouldn't date a guy at 23 to like 27 that has time for you. Oh, I think I'm gonna love this. <laughs> if a guy is like young 20s, I'm gonna love this. and if he has time to take you on dates a few times a week, <laughs> okay, finish it. Then he's not going anywhere in life. Yes, yes, yes! I love it! If you have time for me, you are a loser! If you treat me well, and you, you cut out time in your schedule for me, you're a f***ing bum. You if are going nowhere. Get out of here. I need the guy who won't even talk to me on the phone. I won't no. even tell me. <laughs> you, yeah. you should be in the office, in your finance oh job. Finance. Gold digger? This is my favorite take ever and why you're all going to die single. I don't know if you read it. But no, I saw that and I was like, huh, that's a very interesting take. It's because yeah. I feel like, you know, like you were saying as, you know, you said your mom was 22 and your dad was 31. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so that popped into my head and it's like, so is this like a successful thing? Like, is a 22-year-old woman huh. just looking for like... Success, Success or I'm I, it, it threw me off. I was so confused because that's coming from a female that said that too. Yeah, that's why. Like at the end of that video, I was just kind of thinking, I was like, gold digger, gotta be. Yeah, well, you know what they say when when they see like, I'm thinking finance. The guy works in finance, but if you look at finance real quick, they probably see fiance. That you is know? true. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The words blur together and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it also depends on how like what the girl has done. When she's 22 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. here's the thing. You come out of college at, what, do you do four years? You start out at 18, come out at 22. You just went to another four years of high school. You haven't had real life. You took out a whole bunch of college loans. Thank you, Biden, for taking care of everybody's loans. No. He ain't took mine. He ain't <laughs> took care of mine. Yeah. I don't know who you think it. I don't think it's yeah. going to pass. I no, don't think it's going to pass. <laughs> well, let's bring it back a little bit. Um, you know, 
you've mentioned uh you know your change coming from miami to frostproof you know did you go to uh did you go to college out of high school yeah so i did so um so my family background is uh construction and uh business and same i uh my parents, you know, they wanted me to go to college and whatnot. I was going to go into agriculture, and I was big. I wasn't really big into FFA, but I was big into, you know, the whole um, – we had ag class and wood shop. I was real good with my hands, you know, building stuff and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so I went to ABAC for about six months. Okay. And uh, First sem- a semester? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they had me take – I had two ag classes out of all of the classes they were making me take, which a total of five, and one of them was art or – yeah, something like that. Yeah, all those prereqs. pre-reqs yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, man, why am I? Why am I here? Why, what am I doing? You know, that's a it's a lot of money spent for you know learning about something I don't want to learn. You know, yeah. and, or no, it wasn't even art; it was theater. That's what it was. Ooh. And I was like, man, yeah, I wasn't even big in drama in like high school. I mean, like, <laughs> I, like I helped out for extra credit, you know, and shit like that. But you know, yeah, I so a back and you know didn't work out. Yeah, Came I back. met dude. I met some the best like you know homegrown guys up there though like you know real good so if i ever like getting some trouble up in georgia <laughs> hell yeah i even met some people that you know live around here in like hardy county and really? uh lake placid area you know what i'm saying and, yeah yeah so i was like so now i got friends all over the place i kind of have the same experience mm-hmm. with that going yeah. to two schools yeah exactly it's, exactly. it's weird yeah, ABAC actually, like with Florida residents, they will give you in state tuition. They will. But here's the catch you have to live on campus. Oh, oh that is the catch. Okay. And so that's where they get the money back from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I'm all down for following certain rules and everything mm-hmm. like that, but they're a little uptight on a lot of things. And I just wasn't having it. You know, I was like, no. man, I'm out of the house and I'm 18. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we all laugh at that, too. I think we all thought we were grown ass men at 18. Yeah. So it was like, uh, I just, you know, I was done. Yeah. Done, so. so for people that uh, don't know what ABAC is, it is Abraham and Baldwin. Baldwin. Abraham Baldwin Agricultural College. Yeah, and so and Tifton, that's in Georgia. Yeah, yes, I was about saying yeah. that's in Tifton, Georgia. So they they're southern part of Georgia. So mm-hmm. a lot of like we were saying, Florida residents can will go up there. A lot of Polk County people go up there. Honestly, yeah, a lot of people. I heard about it through actually my now roommate Hayes C. Okay, okay. yeah, because Hayes yeah. was up there same time, wasn't he? Yeah, Hayes was up there a year before me, and then he was telling me about it, and then. Uh, I'll do funny story actually while we're up there because Hayes was in a fraternity, so I actually rushed a fraternity up there. But here's the problem: I lived on a different fraternity's hall for some odd reason. Mm. I got thrown onto their thing, so I was kind of like in the mix of everything. So it was like yeah. you know, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to, you know, compare it to something. But anyways, I didn't get a little bid. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it's called. So I was like, man. So I can't stupid. believe they have frats up there. They do. Oh, yeah. They well, most it. schools do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warner used to have frats. I, I have seen that. I, so I did see that. The thing about Warner is they used to have frats. And I don't know if this is true or not, but this is the story I heard. Is apparently there was one time where one of the fraternities at Warner somehow took one of the security golf carts and somehow placed it on the top of one of the buildings. How they did that, I don't know. But whatever president at the time was tired of the shenanigans, and he ended all Greek life. Man, that sounds like some senior prank shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a golf cart sitting on top of the roof. And so the security guard, like, what I was told is the security guard went into, like, some building or whatever was, whether it was taking a leak or getting a coffee or whatever, they stole his golf cart and somehow figured a way to get it up on the roof. And the security guard was screaming at him at the roof. And then 
the next day. That's some legendary shit. I was about to say, heck yeah, man. Yeah, I thought I had a cool story at Warner. I mean, they put a golf cart on the roof. <laughs> That's a movie scene type What, what thing. cool story are you talking about? <laughs> I talked about it uh, a couple episodes <laughs> <Yes>. ago. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go check out my personal episode um, if y'all are interested. <laughs> so <laughs> You'll know what I'm talking about. You came about. back to Polk State, right? Yeah, so I went to Polk State. I think I took two classes and failed both of them that, that following semester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was working some side jobs here and there. I was busting tables and uh, uh, I was just, you know, partying. I yeah. knew I was going to hit a, a dead end. You know, it's kind of funny because I was just talking to some eighth graders yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday on like careers and everything like that. And I was telling the same story. <laughs> you know, it's how, funny how, how things <laughs> come full circle, <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I was saying. You know, I actually told them a joke. Man, eighth graders suck because, dude, they they think they're so cool. You know what I'm saying? I told them I told them a whole ass joke. Like I'll dude, and I was like, man, this thing is gonna be funny. They're gonna, it's gonna be a ringer. They're gonna laugh. You wanna hear the joke? Yeah, yeah let's lay hear it. On it. Us. All, right, all right. So I mean it's not even a joke, it's kinda like a story. And so basically I basically I was saying, you know, I remember when I was in eighth grade, you know. Uh, you know, the things that I was, you know, worried about in eighth grade was, you know, trying to fit in and trying to get a girlfriend. Yeah. And then they kind of like looked up at me and I said, and hey, 13 years later, I'm still doing the same dang thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, and they honestly. probably all went like this. Yeah. And they all just kind of looked at me and then they, you know, they pull out their iPhones and they're, they got some weird haircuts too. Golly, man. Talking about mm. some funky hairdos. Do they still wear the socks to their knees? I did that. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I wore, I wore, I still wear them like yeah. to, the, to the calf. Like whenever you know we were saying? in high school, you know, you wore them about the calf. Mm-hmm. No, there's like, there's kids whenever I was in high school and like I would come back to my old school, there'd be kids that like were in middle school, like elementary school, that would literally wear the like Nike Elite socks to their knees. And stretch them out? Yeah, maybe like they, maybe, all the way. Maybe they just had short legs. Or they just were making a fashion statement. Maybe that too. I know that hey, I did. Pave your own this. path, man. If you want to start yeah. a trend, go start a trend. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did see this, this kid in there and he had a mask on. There's a couple kids that had a mask on. But he had a set of gloves on, not just any gloves. It was a set of mechanics gloves. And I thought that was the funniest shit ever right there. <laughs> I was just like, what you going to do, man? You, you working on an automobile and a COVID and something? like?" <laughs> He's next generation's diesel mechanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the blue collar life chose him. Not <laughs> He didn't choose it. <laughs> so you go to Polk State, fail two classes, <laughs> and now what? Oh, okay. All right. So, I mean, I think I took another class after that. I don't know. I just kind of like bounced around at odd jobs. I I was working for uh, Robin Builder Sheds, uh, building sheds. But that's the same dang thing every single day. Yeah. You know, repetitive, repetitive. I was like, I don't want to do this, man. And I've all ever since ever since I was a senior in high school, something kind of traumatic happened to me. I wanted to go into the fire service. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm, this is like, I was 20 years, or I was, yeah, about 20 years old, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get my shit together, I'm going to go, I'm going to take these EMR class, EMT, and then fire standards, and I did it, and I did it within like, I don't know, 11 months, 9 months, something like that, mm-hmm. um, uh, but I'll go ahead and tell you all, I'm sure you want to hear the story that, um, you know, kind of like wanted to get me into the fire service, my senior Yeah, sure, school. I mean, if you don't mind. Yeah, so your roommate. Kurt Barnes, me and him, we were riding, or we were hauling blueberries to mm-hmm. uh, Webster, or coming back, one of the two. And we're on Dean Still Road up there by I-4. Mm-hmm. It's going through the green swamp. It's, you know, it's windy, curvy, whatever. Uh, we come up, we see this motorcycle wrapped up against a tree. 
And we also see uh, uh, a car with a uh, front uh, front end smashed in. Mm. So I pull over on the side of the road and put my truck in park, and I see this. We see this guy. Um, he's like drowning in the in the water, and so we're like, "Oh shit!" So me and Kurt jumped in the water. It was nasty. It was like you know, a couple feet of muck and yeah, just, swamp. Nah, yeah, it was a swamp. And so the only thing that I knew is you know don't don't move their head that much because they could have like a neck injury or something yeah. like that. So we just, you know, we're trying to talk to him, you know, he's pale and he's like, you know, we're trying to ask him, you know, if you've got any kids or anything like that, you know, tell him like, just, you know, hang on, hang on. Well, when the fire truck got there and, um, you know, the EMTs and everybody, uh, they brought the backboard and we slung him up on the backboard and, um, he, uh, his leg was completely missing mm. and mm. like, it was like completely gone. And his leg was all kind of like disconfigurated and whatnot. And so that, and I ended up finding out that he didn't make it. Mm. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was, um, so it was kind of like terrible. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So you see an experience like that, especially what you said you were 18 or so. Yeah. I was like 17. That's crazy. So I was like, man, I really wish I could have, you know, known to, like, check or we could have put, like, a tourniquet around him or something like that. Wow. Um, so that was, like, one thing that I kind of you – know, so that kind of, like, sparked, mm-hmm. you know, my interest in wanting to become a firefighter. So. That's, that's like, a crazy I'm, story. I was yeah. about to say, it's terrible how, you know, what happened. But it's it's cool in a way where, you, I mean, you had an experience like that. It's like I want to mm-hmm. make a difference in the world. Yep. And so, I like, you hear stories about that all the time. It's like, you know what, like, whether it's somebody, <clears throat> you know, enough's enough, I'm going to go make a change, or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go change the world. But it's it's cool that you had, not cool, but you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. experience where you were like, okay, I'm going to make a difference. And then, so how how long after that did you decide, until you decided to go to fire school? So... I said I was about 20. Um, I took a couple college classes, and I took this. It was called First Responder. And I actually almost failed out of this First Responder class because, you know, I was still in my partying phase and everything. Yeah. So I finally buckled down, and I failed it because I couldn't remember the dang pulse points. Like, they've got, like you know, uh, they've got uh, – I came up with an acronym. It's mm-hmm. called RATS. Buy cheese and ferrets play dumb. So you got your, <laughs> so you got your, <laughs> you got your radial rats. Um, buy cheese. Your brachial, which is up in here, uh, carotid cheese. Play and then apical and mm-hmm. you got to oscillate it with the stethoscope. And then uh, femoral is right here. And then ferrets play and then uh, uh, posterior tibial uh, and then dorsalis pedis is right here. Okay. So I do. I couldn't. Rem- I have no medical background whatsoever. You know. So all I just I couldn't remember these things. These are big words. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Huge. yeah freaking my my middle school and high school years. I went to frostproof. So you know my education. My my <laughs> the best. My, my 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 vocabulary is pretty limited. Yep. <laughs> so United States public school system. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love it. Um, so I, I buckled down, you know, made a whole bunch of flashcards. Uh, I had my, my study partner, Tula. That's my dog. <laughs> nice, uh, you know, nice. So we were just, you know, we studied a lot, and we, we got done. Um, ended up being like, I think I, I went top of the class, but I was right there, like, neck and neck with the guy. And then um, I went to EMT school straight after that, and then fire school, that overlapped. Fire school was fun. If I could do it all over again, I'd probably do it. Uh, we were, really? you know, bailing out of windows, you know, um, repelling headfirst down, you know, three stories. For training? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could jump, jump out of um, 
and jump out of a bill or jump out of a window and then slide down the ladder face first. You know, there's a whole bunch of whole oh, bunch of cool, cool stuff. Oh that's yeah, insane. So yeah. do you have like any kind of brace when you're doing that? You're just like a brace. Or like, like a, a harness, harness, harness or anything. Yeah. So in standards, yeah, they'll give you a belay, which is a safety line. Uh-huh. But real life, you're you're going. Yeah. Okay. So you know so in, in in your your course or the drill or whatever, mm-hmm. you're busting through this window and you're going face down, sliding head first down the thing. Head down. first. You're riding. You're 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 wrapping your legs around the ra- around the the beams of the ladder. And you're and you're sliding down. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. that is me awesome. personally. I don't like it, but I've done it. I like the one where you slide down halfway, stick your arm through the rungs, and then you do a one eighty turn, and then slide the rest of the way down, face up. Mm. Yeah, so. I mean, I I imagine landing on your feet is more enjoyable. Than, oh yeah, you know, possibly yeah. landing on your head. Oh yeah, because like it's scary. Because I'm like, dang, what if I get my head? I mean, I got a big old head, so it probably wouldn't happen. Like getting stuck in between <laughs> the rungs and like just snapping. I'm like, yeah, that probably would suck. But you know. Oh man. So in terms of you know you you mentioned all your schooling and everything. So you're uh, a paramedic, yes. um, as well. So my question is, what is the difference in terms of like, for instance, a nurse and a um, a hospital and a paramedic? Is there any things that y'all could that, for instance, like an ER nurse because or trauma nurse that they see they treat stuff like that and you basically hold them until they get to the ER? So. Let's put it this way. Nurses are smarter than paramedics, yeah. but paramedics can do more cool shit. Nice. <laughs> okay, bet. that's simple and sweet. Yeah. Because y'all, y'all are the first person, like, you know, if there's, if there's an event. We have, stand, so I work under a doctor's license. We have to get signed off, checked off, everything like that. And we start, we follow certain protocols. We have a big old book. It's like that thick. And it's for every single scenario. Um you have to follow these guidelines. If you mm-hmm. veer out those guidelines, you're you're liable for um, lawsuits and losing your license and everything like yeah. that. Uh, whereas a nurse in a hospital, um, uh, I'm not too familiar with it. Nursing's the next step because that's just you know the way everything's evolving. Mm-hmm. Plus, they make bank, and yeah. um, so I'll, uh, they have a doctor with them. The doctor tells them what to do. Right. So, okay. so basically, you have a guideline that you have to, for instance, if you pull up to a scene, um, like kind of like you talked about, and the guy's legs missing, you. But your basically your goal is to keep him alive until he gets to the yes. So you're not doing anything to fix pretty much what's going on. You're just I'm. You want to withstand or with you're you know sure keep him stable. going. If I can yeah. fix him, I'm gonna fix him. Right. But okay. my main concern is just keeping them alive until we get to the hospital. Just right. get them like, So, um, for instance, um, if somebody is in uh, what we call VTAC, mm-hmm. it's basically a, a ventricular response inside your heart where your heart's beating like, I don't know, 220 times a minute, but it's not, um, you're not perfusing adequately enough. Mm-hmm. Your heart's not contracting because it's ca- kind of hard to explain in a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um uh, we basically, there, we follow certain protocols, you know, is he stable? Is he not stable? Uh, if he's stable, we follow all the different protocols, you know, push different drugs and everything like that. And then if he's unstable, which is, you know, a cool pale diaphoretic, he's, you know, complaining of chest pain and, you know, shortness of breath, everything, uh, he's going to ride the lightning. So we're going to you know, apply the pads and, and then try to convert his heart. Is that what you call it? Ride the lightning? Ride the lightning. Whoa. That is badass. Yeah. 
I mean, it really is called oh. it's it's called a cardio version, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Call, no, he's so, gonna ride the lightning. It's so much cooler when you call it ride, ride the lightning. Light. So, have you ever seen the movie The Dirt with Motley Crue? I do. That is an awesome movie. So that's up there with uh, the Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah. Yes, Doing my that. top. I like those yeah. two. Those up there with mm-hmm. me too. So yeah. with uh, in the movie, um, I believe I can't remember who it was. Nikki Six. Yeah. Or, yeah. So Nikki Six was on heroin, yes. and he ODs, and they have him in the uh, the ambulance, mm-hmm. and yeah, stabbing. And, yeah, and they hit him with uh, adrenaline in the heart, and the guy was like, he's like, okay, he's done. He was trying to call the time of death, and then the uh, the EMT or whatever was like, no, Nikki Six is not dying in my ambulance, and hit him another shot. So if that if that I was the case, that's hang on. <laughs> so if that was the case. Um, like, is that a protocol thing where it's like, okay, you gave him a double shot of adrenaline? Like, is that outside of protocol? Or, you know, how how is how realistic is that to actually happen? All right, so if somebody ODs and if they're in cardiac arrest, then, yeah, we're going to give them, you know, adrenaline, which we call it epinephrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, your body produces it naturally, but yeah. we're just going to give you a little extra. Um, so... I don't know, dude, because like those movies, it's that reminds me of the uh, what's that one movie, John Travolta, Pulp Fiction. Oh. Yeah, you know his lady die or lady ODs, and he freaking stabs her in the heart. Same thing, adrenaline, whatever. Yeah. We have this stuff called Narcan, and uh, it's it's an opiate. It uh, mm-hmm. so it's like a it's an opiate reversal somewhat. So it's like a blocker. Okay. So for your uh, your 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 receivers, your sensors. Mm-hmm. We're going in a little too in depth. It's been a while since I've been out of school, so. <laughs> no, you're uh, fine. Um, so basically, it's like a OD Reversal blocker. effect. It's a drug. reversal, yeah. 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 It basically blocks the sensors to where that, that opiate can't get into the to the sensor, the oh, receivers, okay. and the cause of your... Because what, what uh, opiate does, you know, fentanyl, um, <clears throat> uh, heroin, uh, they all uh, are respiratory depressants. Mm-hmm. And will eventually, you know, you'll go into respiratory arrest, and then which leads into cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, when we work codes, you know, uh, we're not stabbing people in the chest. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll drill into your bone, um, and Ooh. I'll, you know, yeah. administer certain medications mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, per protocol. Um, and depending on what your heart rhythm's doing, whether we ride the lightning or you know all that that's stuff. so bad that's crazy to say yeah ride the lightning right now he needs it i just hope that's not the last words i hear one day <laughs> <laughs> ride the lightning ride the lightning yeah. with this guy <clears throat> done out yeah well no it's either going to fix yours not going to do anything yeah I mean, you know the thing is we have to do something you know we have, yeah. we have to think you have to think on the spot you've got to be quick with it too um becoming a paramedic is probably one of the coolest things of uh, you know, ever done in my life. I dude, I absolutely love it. I love being able to, um, you know, the, the, the scope of practice that I can do, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I can innovate you. I can, I can knock you down and, uh, you know, basically put you, put you to sleep, you know, innovate you. And, um, uh, I can drill in your bone. We do chest decompressions. Um, all the things to keep somebody alive. D- yeah, there's different different drugs that we administer. My favorite part is just starting IVs. Man, honestly, I was like, man, if I could be an EMT that just starts IVs, I'd probably do that. But <laughs> <laughs> is it just like satisfying to you? It like is. This? It's so satisfying, man. When I find when I get it, and I'm like, oh yeah, 
There we go. Especially <laughs> there if it's is. a hard one. <laughs> like you and me, like we got we got pipes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like you know, like something like a diabetic guy or like a yeah. really old person with really you know tiny veins. It's like when you get that, I'm like, yeah. So my uh, <laughs> I was talking about RNs. My uh, my cousin's uh, uh, she's an RN. Um, mm-hmm. I think she works for Winter Haven. Um, but she's a labor and delivery nurse. Oh, okay. and so like um, me and her. Uh, fiance good buddies mm-hmm. um and uh we were golfing one day she goes nathan and i was like what she goes your veins <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and i'm over here just swinging my golf club she goes can i put an iv in you dude. later i said no no <laughs> shot dude it's a legit thing man as soon as you start doing this it, like that's the first thing you look at like you know With people, people it's like veins? oh yeah vascular dude, like, oh yeah i could totally hit that you know <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't say it. I don't say it. I can hit that. I can hit that. Oh yeah, you got to say vein just to make sure that yeah, yeah. I can hit that. Wink. (laughs) Okay. I love it. So you know, we talked a little about um, about some of these wild stories, man. What has been your you know wild experience um, on the job? You know, whether it be something you know, I don't know if are you limited on certain things that you can say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, So. You know, between HIPAA laws. And well, yeah, we don't right. Like yeah, so you, I mean, I can, I can go like I just can't go into detail. And there's a lot of calls that I've run that I don't honestly I don't like talking about them. You I know, because yeah, yeah. um, it's hard. Yeah, you see a yeah, lot of I try, shit. I, yeah, I just gotta, you know, like to shove those underneath the rug and and whatnot. It's kind of like asking my grandfather, you know, how was Vietnam? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't compare it to that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I can't because dude, that what they went over, what they did over there was. It, insane you know but um but it's on a smaller scale of of that um i will tell you that you know i was in a i was in a bad motorcycle accident uh about two years ago um and when i got back into a full duty i ran the exact same scenario mm. and the girl on the back didn't make it and but we you know, we worked her all the way to the hospital and, you know, everything like that. And it, it, to me, that that was probably that was probably my worst call. I'm not going to go into detail or anything like right. that. But just um, because just because of how deja vu it was, it was literally like I spent 10 days in the hospital and then I was back into I was back working full duty within like a month and a half, maybe yeah. month and a half, two months. And then Same thing happened for literally her. like three weeks after I started working again. And I was like, oh, crap. And, um, you know, calls with kids, kids, you know, that kind of, that, that kind of sucks. You know I mean? It does suck like this, you know, but. That's terrible. So do you have any, like, in terms of. Funny shit? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm sure, I'm sure you have, (laughs) I'm sure you have a lot. I, I, I know a couple stories that like you have mentioned and I was like, huh. Those might be good on there. Like, you want to talk about the guy that was laying down and you found him for a couple days with the McDonald's? Oh, oh yeah, dude. I was, oh, wait, which one was this? The one that his neighbor brought him McDonald's and he was laying there for like several days. Oh, yeah, man. So I don't know if you can go into too much detail. I mean, I just just say it smelled bad. There was shit all over the place. You know, it it was just absolutely disgusting. There was people throwing up because of how bad the smell was. And, you know, and then he had shit all over like this human shit like all over his arms and stuff and then he would like grab you and stuff and i'm like oof but uh, <laughs> no, i do remember <laughs> this one time i do remember this one time this, this lady she like covered herself in almond butter and i thought it was poop but it was almond butter and i was like what the heck and she had those crazy looking eyes and saying how she was gonna we had to like restrain her and all kinds of stuff and cause she was kicking us and doing all kinds of, yeah 
drunk. Was out? she like, yeah? And she just I don't know. Out? I think it, honestly, don't even know. I, I was. This was like when I first started. So I, Polk County it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. I really wouldn't. So like, whenever you have to put people in, because I'm sure they obviously ride in your ambulance or whatever. Because mm-hmm. you ride in the ambulance, right? So I do not actually ride in the ambulance. Oh, okay. Um, I my department, which I'm not going to name, we um we're uh, non transport. Oh, so okay. I'm in a, like a little sprinter trunk truck, you know. To, You're trying uh, to get there quick. To get there quick, yeah. and then we're like first on scene. We stabilize them, and then um, uh, the ambulance takes them to the hospital. But the ambulance, okay. you know, we have all we have all the same capabilities as the ambulances. We just can't transport them. Right. Okay. okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Same so, skill set too. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, I wouldn't mind transporting, but. There are some definitely perks of not having to transport because when they got to go to the hospital, I can go back to the station and continue eating my dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. So in terms of um, the loony bin, how, <laughs> like, you know what, you know, like when know people get Baker acted yes. and like, you know, people call it the loony bin. Do you get a lot of those calls? Yeah, we do. Uh, usually they're um, like police assists, you know, because the police actually have to Baker act people. Yeah, because yeah. technically it's like a That's like an it. arrest, isn't it? Yeah, but if so, if they start, you know, start having a complaint and, uh, you know, oh my chest hurts, oh I can't breathe, call EMS, you know, call yeah. fire, you know, so they'll dispatch us out and we'll we'll uh, evaluate them and you know if they want to get taken to the hospital, you know, but that person is no longer in per se. I mean, I don't really know the whole legal you know terms mm-hmm. of it. But per se, like in custody, he's now our patient. So that we're going to be that patient's advocate, and we're going to take him to the hospital if that patient wants to go to the hospital. Right. Because if he's a patient, then he's ours. Right. I mean, he has all the legal rights to get medical attention. Oh yeah, one hundred and ten percent. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just oh, couldn't imagine man. rolling up on a scene like that and having to deal with that. No, I'm just trying to put myself in your the, like, yeah, like in shoes. shoes and the like, stories you've told so far. It's crazy. Like like I said, man, I, I can't go into detail on a lot of things, yeah. but it's it, you do see some crazy stuff, like stuff so, you just don't. How do you how do you deal with that, man? Like you know, you see somebody, for instance, like you, you can really see how war, like messed up the world is. How do you mm-hmm. how do you handle that going to your normal job? You you know, you could have, you know, five, six calls, nine calls, however many calls a day, and then you get your two days off because you work twenty four on, forty eight off. Yep. You'll get your two days off and like how do you just go back into the world and just be a normal citizen? Could it? Um uh, I'm sure it's tough. Masturbation. No, I'm just <laughs> no, um, honestly, uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that either. That was the last thing I was expecting to come out. <laughs> I had to say that. I had to say it got too. It got too. Uh, it got too serious. It got too serious. It got too serious. All of a sudden, we got to lighten it up. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. So, I know a lot of guys that are nurses part time, mm-hmm. and they work in the hospitals and. And they're paramedics in the hospitals or whatever. They're working side jobs on the ambulance. So they're doing that constantly. Um, the guy I went to paramedic school with is a really good friend of mine. Uh, you know, he he does citrus work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, you know, he, he hedges trees or top, tops them. Yeah. And um, he says, dude, 
I don't want anything to do with this fire department or the EMS side of it one of my two days off. This is something I can go and I can work and I can just, you know, kind of like yeah. separate. Decompress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I got a job uh, working with my buddy's uncles. You know, I'm, I'm a citrus well, I can't really call myself a citrus caretaker because all I do is really spray right now. But I'm learning, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. You're, um, you're in the field. You're yeah, the exactly, field. exactly. I mean, on my days off, I used to work with my dad on our farm because uh, that's what I kind of did, you know, growing up yeah. and whatnot. Um, but you know, it's hard to work with family, so Very. I need to, you know, branch off. I'm thinking about getting my bartending license because I wouldn't mind going and you know, like. You know, just, I could see just, you as a bartender. Just, just shooting the shit, serving drinks, Bar- flirting, with, flirting with pretty girls. You know what I'm saying? Bartending yeah. fireman. That's you got to mm-hmm. be your like your bumble like That's, bio. Yeah, yeah. Tinder bio. <laughs> dude, speaking of the bumble and Tinder and all that stuff, dude, I downloaded that crap back again. Oh man, <laughs> I downloaded Tinder and my Bumble back. It's been probably I don't know how long. It's been a long time. Dude, the girls have gotten so much sluttier on there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more standards, huh? Dude, no, it's like like I'm like I'm at the point in time in my life now where I'm like I don't like I don't have to worry when I because I'm gone for 24 hours. You know, if I date yeah. a girl, I don't have to worry if you know what they're doing. You know, because I work Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, all yeah. you know, all, all the weekends. And you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be like, oh, you can't go out, whatever, blah blah blah. But like, if she does go, out, I don't want to have to like have that thing in the back of my head. Like, so yeah. man, if you're gonna show your tits on on Tinder, I'm gonna swipe left. I'm I'm gonna tell you that yeah. right now. So because you, you want know, somebody respectable. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I do. I deleted Tinder because it was nothing but it was nothing but cleavage, and I was like, <laughs> this is this is nice, but it's not nice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> it's leading me down a bad path. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's kind of like the saying like, I'll give respect where respects aren't like get, uh, uh, sort of kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, yeah, obviously you respect everybody, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like if you're going to put yourself out there, it's like, well, I'm not going to put my position in, like myself in a position to even look at a relationship with you. Exactly, exactly. Bumble's a little better, but man, I just ain't had no luck Have you ever Bumble. used Hinge? I just downloaded one like three days ago. It's amazing. <laughs> is it good? It I, is amazing. Three days ago, dude, I have got so many freaking matches and like they're all beautiful. Really? They're all beautiful, all respectful from what you can tell on social media. And yeah. I'm not a big, I'm not a big online dating guy, but I tell you what, I don't go out much anymore. So it's like <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. hard yeah. It's kind of yeah, hard. Like, really. you know, I mean, I talk to like you know, I've heard a lot of good things about Hinge. Yeah. Like I hear like it's nothing like, you know, Tinder or whatever, you know, no. it's like people legitimately wanting relationships yes. and wanting to meet people. One hundred and ten percent like I mean, I'm trying to set up like a coffee date, you know, here in the next, like, yeah. you know, a week or so or whatnot. But, like, just to meet, you know, go out and meet. Because I don't want to go to the bars and you know, out yeah. somewhere and meet a chick out there. And then she actually have a boyfriend and then I have to fight her boyfriend and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> <I go. laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, uh, the way your brain works, make, he's like, it's so funny to me. He's like... Ah, uh, yeah. If she has a boyfriend, screw it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I respect you, oh, but yeah, like, sometimes yeah. they don't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I hooked, up, I, I hooked up with this chick, and uh, it was like maybe three years, four years. It was before I was even in the fire service. It was like, it was before I, or I, was, I was in school. I was in ENT school. I went to smoke on the water, mm-hmm. and I hooked up with this chick. And perhaps- Smoke on the water is an event. By the way, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a bar- barbecue. Thing. <laughs> I um, went to go smoke on the water. Yeah, and, no, I met no, this no, no, no. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there in a the line, and uh, I'm getting a beer, and her mother is actually the one that introduces us. 
And then they ended up taking me and a couple buddies back to their house. And they had, she had some of her friends over or whatever. And we went on a pontoon boat ride at like two o'clock in the morning on the chain. And yeah, we had a great time, man. Like I said, me and her, we ended up, you know, whatever. And then, uh, Come to find out, she got a whole whole boyfriend. Man, I like, can't trust these hoes. I was like, and the mom's introducing them. Yeah, too. yeah. What? Was, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I was mom. Like, I was like, whoa, that's kind of that's that's bad. That's, that's real bad. I never heard anything from like the boyfriend or anything like that. But you know, poor guy. Yeah, I know. I feel bad. But. That's just that's just one line where it's like, I just I can't bring myself to it. It's broke up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you know. If if I know you have a boyfriend, like it's just man, like I, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. Like exactly, like it's one thing. Okay, so it's one thing if it's like, you know, if I've never met the guy, didn't know you had it, whatever, something happened. Mm-hmm. But if it's like I know the guy, like how could you ever do that? Oh, oh yeah, of course uh, you of can't course, morally. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't. And another thing is too, it's like man that. That shit could happen to me too, you know. So I don't want to do that because karma does come back around. Yeah, you know what real. I'm saying. And plus, especially if you know the dude, like, come yeah. on, man. There's a there's a definite like. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> say, guy and a girl were dating. Okay. Okay. They break up. When is it? Oh, is is there ever a time where it's okay to talk to the girl? And if so, how long do you have to wait? They're broken up, right? Broken up, okay. done for, what's never the, getting what's, back. What's the reasoning? Because that plays a big part. Did she cheat? Did he cheat on her? She cheated on him. Let's just say it was a mutual. Split. Was a mutual understanding. Did they not just not want it? They were fighting too much. What like you get? There's got to be more to it. Because, I guess yeah. Because you're that, right. the, the all those factors play into how many months. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's months. You can't talk to him right afterwards. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. 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 no, no, no. no, no. I, especially like if you know the dude. I mean, like if you know the dude. And you're not really that tight with them, and like you don't see them or whatever. Then yeah, then yeah, whatever. Because you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> you know, very true, very true, very true. So. Yeah, no, I, it it definitely plays a role. I mean, it's just it's tough. I love how this is just our like small talk, like drama, like our small town drama. Oh kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Like, well, pr- yeah. dude everybody one, knows everybody. Back so to it's him. like Back to Hinge. I freaking love it because, dude, is nobody from around here. That's good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the because. I, so what? Like, what's your mile points? Oh, I don't even know. I know. I don't know if I said anything. I just, dude, I'm getting like from <laughs> guys over here talking <laughs> to girls from Texas. Like, no, like, go get coffee. <laughs> Bro, I'd be down for a road trip, man. <laughs> I'd be so be down. I, I got a topper on the back of my truck now, and I, I, will, I, will, I will sleep in the back of that joker, dude. I got me a badass hammock now with a mosquito net. <laughs> I love it. Well, man, I think I think at this point we, we need to roll into a little bit of snap, snap questions. questions. Yes. Um, snap questions. Yeah, so these, these questions are a little bit to get to know you as a person. Um, you know, we hit on the firefighter thing a little bit, and we got to know. I feel like we know you yeah, as a person pretty, pretty well. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. Um, um, but man, these I are some, I, we could do this all night long, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do this for another hour or two. I might have to crack open a cold one because this, this is getting too good. <laughs> I'm um, so we ask we ask everybody on every episode if you could have three people at dinner, dead or alive, who would they be? Oh shoot! Uh, oh, next question. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. We'll come back. To all that right, one. all right. What about this? Well, we're already talking about the woman. You know, women. Yeah, yeah. You want to ask that one? Yeah. What's your dream woman like? You oh, know? my dream woman yeah. like? Yeah, characteristics oh. and everything. Uh, Probably my ex-fiance. <laughs> <laughs> 
What happened there, bud? Well, I was, uh, oh boy. I hope, hopefully, she's listening now. Um, but baby, come back, <laughs> man. I was going through a tough time in life. Uh, uh, let's see here. I was going through a tough time in life. We we dated for like maybe eight months. It wasn't even a year, and I was like, man, I'm gonna marry this girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. So, um. There were some things that happened, and we, dude, we were only like engaged for like three weeks. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I just, dude, I was going through so much. I was uh, dealing with some possible repercussions from my accident. Um, I was dealing with, um, I was dealing with uh, paramedic school. I was dealing with, you know, she also lived two hours away. Yeah, and so that That's was tough that itself. was tough. So like my and dude, I was only shoot, I was only at the time I was making like. Twelve dollars and twenty eight cents an hour at the fire department, and I wasn't working a second job, and I drove a F two fifty diesel, and got diesels going Doesn't up to like, like going up to like five dollars a gallon, and I just spent half a paycheck go, go going there, and then she kept on you know not coming down, and you know we were planning on you know she her moving in, and then I was like you know what I'm just I'm kind of like just overwhelmed with everything, so yeah. I called it off. I shouldn't have, but I did, mm. you know. But past that, those character characteristics of it. Oh, she was feisty. What? <laughs> <laughs> my man Nate here likes toxic women. Oh my god! No, I yes, I'm, you do. I'm new. I'm I'm I've turned a page. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with a toxic woman. You just got to be that anti-venom. You know what I'm saying? So like, the way toxic too. The way I, oh, yeah. I'm I, so the way I look at it is I'm how do I how do I phrase this? So you got to be, you got to be kind of like a, they've got to match your energy. And so like people say, you're like, like girls don't want a nice guy and girls don't want a jackass. Yeah. And so you've got to be the jackass that has a soft spot for this girl. Oh yeah, that's true. I see the energy you're putting there. And so yeah. it's like, so like for instance, like I'm, I'm the most stubborn guy in the world. Like mm-hmm. the chances of you convincing me to do something I don't want to do very, very low, slim. like Same. very low. Mm. And so, like, you kind of got to be that hard guy with a soft spot to the girl. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of attracts me. I, like, I want a girl that wants, like, looks me in the face and be, like, quit being a jerk. I got that. I got you. I do. Yeah, you know, yeah. but at the same you like, time. You, you like to be told what to do. No, like, you know, like, and, but I want her to be able to stand <laughs> up for herself. Like, I want to be, a, like, a girl to be able to stand up for herself because, like, I dated a girl, and it's, like, for instance, the one you were talking about before. Mm-hmm. I dated a girl like that where it was, like, you know, she kind of took the traditional woman role where it's like, whatever my man wants, this and that, yada, yada, yada. And I walked all over. And it was like, I can't, like, oh, yeah. it's just, yeah. I need somebody that challenges me to be a better person. I, I need. I, I have that, too. I have someone that, like, keeps me in line. I, yeah, and I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, my, my only thing about it, though, is, like, you know, she wasn't that nice of a person to, like, you know, people in general. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, she, she get in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we um, like feisty. I, I trust I, me. I, I love. I understand. It, but, like, <laughs> but like, but like, when you think about it, when you start overthinking, it's like, man, 
Is she like, gonna punch me? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, that, like bro, am I gonna have to like? Am I gonna have to like? You know, freaking, you know, break up a few bar fights or whatnot. We go out to eat or you know, what if, what if, what if her steak's not the way she likes it? You she know, knocks the Karen out. Like, like, oh, she didn't even like steak. I forgot about that. Yeah, what? She, she, All she, right, she that's was, a red she, flag. Nah, she was a chicken girl. I like that because man's chicken's so much cheaper, cheaper than steak. Yes, it is. <laughs> I do like chicken though. I do, I do like chicken. Oh, yeah, chicken. You got chicken. a table question ready for us? Um. Oh shit! I won't even think about. I was thinking about. I was thinking about my ex fiance. Yeah, I was about to say. Oh, wait, we, I got to go back to that trait, dude. She had an ass like the North Star, bro. That's, <laughs> woo! <laughs> woo! I love this episode. Like it, it's just very real. Rare. And out there, you know, we 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 have said on this podcast we want authentic, <laughs> and, and we got it. And AJ one. brought authentic tonight. <laughs> authentic is Mexican. I tell you what, dude. I love some Azteca. That authentic Mexican food. Get some Theo Von vibes here. There is some Theo Von vibes. She had an ass like the North Star. (laughs) I watch him on Facebook every once in a while. I I enjoy him too. Like when I'm on the toilet, you know. Scrolling. (laughs) Yeah, scrolling. I'm right there with you. Hold on. My morning sit down is what I call it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, everybody's out there washing the trucks. I'm on the toilet, get my <laughs> on the john. Yeah. So I seen a uh, I seen a um, video the other day, and they said, you know how people call like the bathroom the john. Mm. Like I got to go hit the john, and uh, the guy said, so I named you know I named my bathroom Jim, and so he was like, so he's like, oh yeah, I, I went and hit the gym this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad oh, joke man. right there for the century. Yeah. So he just he said he started calling his bathroom the gym, so like people would like give him a pat on on the back to go to the gym in the morning. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that too. I hit the gym this morning about yeah, 20 minutes. There we go. I was Lost say, five oh, pounds this morning. You always just swing by like old Medea, man. I don't remember Medea who goes to jail. You guys seen that? Uh, yes, I, I and she was like, you know, I get, I get out, Lord. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go by the church. I'm a go by the church. <laughs> she drove right by the church. That, hey, I went by the church. <laughs> I went right by the gym. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, will you keep the table question? Okay, in mind? hold on, hold on. These ta- these table people. Um, are they dead, alive? What, like, what, yeah, what? dead or alive? Anybody in time? Three people out to dinner. So we've, you know, people said comedians, people said family members, Jesus. people said, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking. We've gotten like, Trump. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, you know, Trump. I'm, You know, my personal ones are Robin Williams, Matthew McConaughey, and Elon Musk. Who's buying? No, it's on it's the house. Free. Free. On it's the house. What we on this imaginary what, steak rule, restaurant. Rule one's buying. To the rule one restaurant. Okay, where, where are we eating at? Yeah, yeah, we're, restaurant. Steakhouse. Yeah. Ruth Chris? Sure. Yeah, Why we'll not? say Ruth Chris. Okay. okay. Um, I'll tell you right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Jesus, okay, right. gonna be one. Uh, he's a uh, God fearing man, you know. I want to know, you know. I want to know. Yeah, he'd answer some questions yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, Steve Irwin. Oh, that's a first. Um, that that was my like that was my childhood mentor. Same before you know? going to school. Why am I drawing a blank? Who is Steve Irwin? Right. Steve the Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Yeah, dude. Oh Steve yeah, 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 yeah. No, dude. we had that. Have we? We had Steve Irwin. Oh. Speaking of which, that was like last y'all, week. Or have, have y'all seen Bendy Irwin, his daughter? Yes, bro, she is beautiful. Really, yeah. and, I know his son's and, badass. And dude, she's marrying or she married um a, a Florida dude guy, from Central Florida. Yeah, yeah. a freaking professional <laughs> wakeboard. I was like, that guy messed out. Like, yeah, I messed, I messed out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my chance. It's um, like it's like a Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance a Central Florida boy? Like what the hell? Yeah, we it's we crazy. missed small out. world. Small world. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we had this same conversation. Who did we? Who said this? I think Hannah might have. Maybe not. I don't think so. Who was before him? 
Anyway, right, so Jesus and Steve. Jesus, Steve. Um, <clears throat> man, I would love to see my ex fiance again. Honestly. Okay, so your ex fiance yeah. and Jesus, yeah. y'all can all hash yeah. that one out together and figure all right, it so out. Yeah. I think what we're gonna and then do, Steve Irwin's just there enjoying it all. <laughs> I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna make a clip and we're gonna tag her. Yeah, I think we that's have what to. we need to do. We need to help just you bring out. it back. Oh, man. That would be probably not good because I'm pretty sure she's with, she's with somebody. She was, yeah, she got with somebody like not too long. <sighs> He's not as passionate as you are. No, You're still no here way. talking no about way. it. No way. No way. I mean, I made a mistake, but, you know. Maybe we should so tag her still. We're because maybe she's like, you. I'll drop him. Alan, I'm <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt it. We're going to work but, on this. But she always said she wanted a guy with a mullet and a beard, and I was like, well, I can do the mullet part, but, you know, the fire service, you can only grow a mustache. So, yeah. You know. Like, well, at least you got that. You know what I yeah, feel? You're true. putting an effort. You know what I feel like we should do? It's like, you know how radio stations like call people and be like, hey, oh, so this is what happened. Dude, like, <laughs> have a whole call in yeah, section. Yeah, with for it. Bro, like the second date update. I love yes, that shit. Yes, exactly. On uh, 92.3. Yeah, yes, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, yeah. speaking of which, my good friend, Chloe Nelson, is now the talk show radio host on 92.3, the morning show. With, oh, really? It used to be Obi and Ashley. Now it's Obi and Chloe. Gotta get that on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you she needs to come on, on yeah. get yeah. on the podcast. You know what? I could probably make a few phone calls. I was I actually texted her the other day. I was like, hey, you in Florida? Because she, she was up in Atlanta. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, you back in Florida? She's like, yeah, I'm on the uh, 92.3 with uh, back on open. Like, oh, awesome. No that's way. Awesome, dude. Yeah, that's super so. cool. Got to pull some strings for us there. That, oh, I, oh, oh, advertisement. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So uh, this this bring it to the next question. Right. Um, which one are we going to do? Um, we'll leave the last one. Let's yeah. do all so, of them. So Dude, I'm, I'm having a grand old time. What time is it? Shoot, nine thirty. Not still young. <laughs> so if uh, so, this is kind of like a would you rather question. Okay? Oh golly, I love these things. So if somebody gave you two hundred fifty thousand dollars to not work for a year, and basically like you can take the whole year off, you don't have to work, but whenever you finish the year, you have to go back to your normal salary, normal firefighter job. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you do that, or would you? Take it was a it would be a million dollar salary for a year and you'd have to work the hardest blue collar job like build railroad yeah. Oh, yeah like I mean like we're talking two hours a week we're talking like nasty nasty like clothes sweating mm-hmm. your butt off you know, I mean you're dog tired sixteen hours a week like Bushing every single day for a year mm-hmm. 16, for a hour, sixteen hours a day yeah yeah okay uh definitely a million dollars blue collar work dude I don't shy down from hard work I was you yeah. know I was I was raised to work hard. Um, so I two for two on that answer, you so know. Far. I yeah. uh, and here's another thing it's after a year, I can make some money with investments with $250,000. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but the amount of money I can really make, make. on a million dollars, and not only that, is I can finally buy like a nice boat, you know. What I'm saying, yeah. think about the satisfaction you'll yeah. feel after that year was over, exactly. Imagine, that imagine top. if you put a million dollars that you had. Into your Roth IRA at 23, 24. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much money you, you would have. have whenever you turn 65 and retired. Oh, so the problem is you can only you can only contribute six thousand a year. That's right. That's right. I forgot IRA, about that. Which I love Roth IRAs because you know either tax going in and yeah. then they're not yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about getting taxed. Or you can put out. it in like a CD. Yes. Too. So you can put in a CD. I, you know, honestly, I, if if I had if I had a million dollars, you know, I'm not going to put all my biscuits in one basket. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, I was just throwing that out there and be I'd, like, imagine if the, you could I'd, do that. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd buy a trailer park. 
Oh, smart. I, I buy a 55. Smart. I, I put at least put money towards a 55 and older community because, you know, they're all on um, – they are all on uh, what do you call it? Uh, checks. They get checks. They're they're well, on fair. a fi- fixed. No, 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 no. Oh, fi- well, fi- a, fi- a fixed income. income yeah, they're yeah. on a fixed income, so you know they're getting their money. You know they're paying their lot rent. Here's Social th- Security. Here, is what's Social Security, Roth IRAs, pensions, yeah. retirement, four hundred one ks, blah blah blah. If you think about it, if you so these this place called Tower Lakes right there in Lake Wales, it's a fifty five and older community. The person who lives in the house owns the house so he's respond he or she is responsible for the roof they're responsible for the ac unit they're responsible for mm-hmm. all the appliances the electricity bill all that stuff the only thing you have to worry about is getting water and electricity to them and getting the shit out hmm. now and they pay lot rent and the lot rent in there is anywhere from, i think man, my grandmother used to live in there so it was like at the time it was like 400 500 bucks but i heard it was like upper six seven hundred dollars now hmm and yeah. You and make some money back quick doing that. Yeah. yeah especially now, if you have 140 40, lots. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Residents. Plus, you can go in there and play shuffleboard whenever you want. Hell yeah, you can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, I, and I we would to, have great bro. guests. All the old oh people gosh, come on exactly. and be like, hey, tell me about Dude, World War II, I tell huh? you what, man. There is nothing that feels better than an old, like an older lady just like telling you how cute you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what? She's hey, over there dude, pulling the biceps. Dude that, dude, that is such a confidence booster. Yes, it is. Like, like I can walk through a brick wall and not even, <laughs> not even like skip a beat. But. I love it. I love it. It just reminds me of my summer when I used to work in a trailer park. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I used to work on. I was like a golf course hand out there. Oh, heck and yeah. all the people were so nice to me, dude. dude. They are. Like they're just happy to be alive, bro. I was just thinking about all my <laughs> memories. I used to ride around the little uh, zero turn mower out there and drive by all the people, and they would just wave at me and like every like it was like their thing. Like mm-hmm. the, wave the guy at the mower that day. Yeah, wave back. Hey. I'm sorry. I don't know how why I thought that was so funny. Know, dude, you're just, just happy to be alive, dude. That's rough, man. <laughs> All right, all right. Real <laughs> I don't know how everybody just looked past that statement. I'm over here dying, what, dude. They probably guess, look, man. They they there's some there's some out there that still like survived the Great Depression and World War Two, Vietnam, all that all Actually, that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, bro, they 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 went through a lot. And I tell you what, we need another. We need. I'm, I'm going off on my TED talk here. I think we need another Great Depression or a World War or something. We need to toughen up. We I don't think we need the World War. We, we need to toughen up as country. Uh, even the Great Depression, bro, because they were like separating noodles back then. Yeah. All right, so Jimmy, you get four noodles a day, and your sister gets five because she's pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like that, and that's your dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think we need a World War. There's Russia has hypersonic missiles. Like no, we don't. Here you know what I would like to now. see though. I mean. I mean, you act like we don't have that either. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. The, the world would end. I wouldn't like to see it, but like it would be. I would. I just want to know what it'd be like if they dropped like an EMP bomb and wiped out the whole grid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nobody would know what to do. No, dude. All. yeah, and all you see is like Elon and like the height. You see rockets and just off. rockets start going. Yeah, but like we would get no warning. But like, I wonder what it'd be down here. Like the, the gangs. You know what I'm saying? Like, the good guys got to gang together because I know the bad guys are going to be ganging together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, we got to... It's going to be like a double it world war. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because the world war already happened. Everything's, Dude. like, demolished, and then you're going to have because, another world war, like, bro, fighting. Because, bro, people are crazy right now, but can you imagine when they're hungry? Yeah. yeah. Hungry, and there's no laws because everything's destroyed. Exactly. Like, no governments, like... Exactly. Savage. There's no law and order. I mean, if there's no internet, if there's no... Power, 
Mm-hmm. There's no order to that. No. There's no law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be the Stone Age. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be everybody who survived yeah. natural mm-hmm. selection. It's literally gonna be play. like the Wild Wild West. It's gonna be when easy. the West was getting established, there was people out there and there was developments. Mm-hmm. But there was I mean, no there laws. was one sheriff. Mm-hmm. What is one sheriff gonna do compared to you know, five hundred people? Exactly. Like there's no order. That's yeah. that's like some post apocalyptic type stuff. Oh, do y'all believe like there could be a zombie apocalypse? I don't know if I believe in a zombie apocalypse, but I know there could be an apocalypse. It's yeah. going to happen. Well, and I mean, I believe in like an epidemic where people can literally not. So epidemic that people think about COVID. I'm thinking like, I think oh, there like, could be an epic like the Black Plague. Yeah. Like that yeah. has happened in the past where it's mm-hmm. like it can take like a quarter of you know the known say, world. You know, they say Ebola is like supposed to make its way back around or something like that. Really? Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's the next like biological warfare weapon. Or something. I don't know. That's what terrifies me. Not necessarily the nukes, the biological warfare where what are they you talking can, about the, the nukes scare me. I'm dead it? in a second. Uh, yeah. If I gotta walk down the street not knowing if somebody's like gonna kill me because they cough on me. That is true. That like is true. and you see people like walking down the street and like have a skin disease or whatever and their face is melting off because of a biological bomb. Ooh. Yeah. I'm taking my chances with the disease over uh I'm taking the nuke, 100%. You say you die from biological warfare or nuke. Nuke me now. Goodbye. I am red I'm a, dust. I'm just going to swim to the bottom of Crooked Lake. and I'm then just uh, and just. I've had that same thought process, too. You know too. what I'm saying? Like tornadoes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If like, you get a tornado coming towards you, you just I'm going to go to the bottom of somebody's swimming pool. You ain't going to suck me up from there. Hell no. We got our tinfoil hats <laughs> Tsunami. I'm going to get on my kayak and just ride that bitch. <laughs> We're just yakking. Oh, speak, speaking of which, man, well, actually, I was... I got plans tomorrow now, but I was going to see if y'all wanted to go down the river tomorrow on the Peach River. Tempting. Mm, but I can't. But, um, can't I, I got, I'm going to that uh, Arnold Palmer thing. Uh, Bay Hill. Arnold Palmer Classic. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the golf match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's one, one of my buddies I went to fire school with. Is in Orlando. Time. We have a good so, time. Yeah. Well, I think it's been a great episode. One. Heck yeah. yeah. AJ, you have a colorful personality. I really hope if my house catches on fire one day that you're the guy that comes and puts it out because at least you can make me laugh after the fact. <laughs> I was about to say, man, you know, and that's 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 uh, that's a sucky part about it. You know, we as firefighters, we um, I'm not going to say we enjoy fires, but it's something that, you know, we don't get very often. So when we do, we get really amped up. We get really excited. Right. But we always have to remember that's that's somebody's worst day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that's. Well, that's what we face. Like that's that's probably the biggest thing that we face. You know, um, we have to remember that that is somebody's somebody's worst day. Yeah, you like you try not to be numb to the fact of what's going on. Exactly, exactly. But you know, I've I, I've had a blast, and I um, and you know, it, it's opened up so many different like thought process is you know just seeing a first responder side of things rather than just seeing you know the travesty or something on the side of the road kind of getting mm-hmm. a perspective of what's going on um and, and then on top of that the true personality of a first responder too. yeah exactly i was about to say and uh and seeing a firefighter you know you see him in uniform or uh emt or oh, whatever so and yeah mm-hmm. and see him outside jobs and like oh they're real people you know mm-hmm. obviously um but if y'all are looking to, uh, you know, get in contact with AJ or have any questions um, about Firefighter School, we'll be following yeah. him. We'll be following him on Instagram. That's kind of a cool thing we do every episode. So we follow back everybody um, that we have on. So if y'all are interested, y'all can look up his stuff and DM him and ask him questions. I don't have Instagram. 
But I do have a Facebook. Man, that marketplace shit, that is good stuff. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll be friends on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we'll be friends on Facebook for sure. Um, And so, and if y'all are interested in looking at our stuff, we're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, everything. Keep hitting that like and subscribe button. It keeps helping us out, guys. We really appreciate it. It keeps pushing us in the algorithms. Without you guys, you know, we can't keep doing this. But thank you so much so far. Yeah, this is cool, man. Like, make t- y'all, y'all listening right now, make this shit happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, hey, these are good guys right here, you know. And I do this. This is actually really fun, you know what I'm saying? This has been really, really fun. So we need to do this more. Shoot, I, I'll come back. Hey, we could do, we could do Alan Akuka part two. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's do it. Hey. Let's do it. <laughs> well, I love it. it. Yeah. And uh, thank y'all for listening this week, and we'll see y'all next week. Bye, guys. Thanks, Alan.